Hello and welcome to the latest podcast from Southwest Cyber Resilience Centre. Just confuse things today. We're going to be talking to somebody from the Southwest Cyber Security Cluster. So we're going to try and explore the difference between those two things. Although, um, Robin, it's fair to say that you got there some while before we did. Uh, in, indeed, yes. Clusters have been going uh, around about seven or eight years now, I think, just, uh, from, from recollection. So, so I, tell, I, us a bit, tell us a bit more about the cluster and what it does. Yeah. Um, well, the, the original idea was to pull together, um, including some folk from Devon Cornwall Police at the time, um, uh, folk from the area that had a, a vested interest and, 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 and uh, were engaged in what was becoming cybersecurity. I don't think in actual fact it was, it had been cybersecurity for very long at that point. I think it was probably emerging from the realms of information security and information assurance at the time. But, but what was clear, you know, the work that was happening up in Malvern, which I was directly involved with, um, that, you know, um, government and, and, and regions were getting quite excited about the potential to bring together organisations that were working, you know, quite, quite closely together geographically and start to look at what this cybersecurity um, thing was in a little bit more detail and start to, to help form those local relationships that started to help the a more regional community, so a more re regional community-based approach. And some of the clusters were established on the basis of uh, that for being the you know, commercial benefit for the businesses that were offering cybersecurity services. But in the Southwest, the approach was a little different. It was, it was very clearly not for commercial gain. Um, it was more for around promoting um, uh, awareness um, and appreciation of the issues and access to resources for organisations that were on the journey to, to become uh, uh, cyber security aware or, or better protected, um, or more importantly, reach those that hadn't yet even heard of it, but were facing the risks associated with it. So it was a really good, um, almost, a, almost a philanthropic endeavour to, to, to start to bring those folk together and see where, where it would go to. And rather than typically um, the involvement of the Devon Cornwall Police at the time was fairly unique in the development of some of the clusters um, and you know we've held that relationship ever since and I guess uh, although the R is replaced by an S in resilience and <laughs> cluster <laughs> somewhere along the line there um, you yeah, know that, that, that purpose and connection hence our discussions and, and relationship remains uh, remains the same now so so that was a little bit of the origins of, of, of what we got up to. And at the time, I was working up, up in Malvern, hence the relationship with the Malvern cluster. But I, you know, I was quite intrigued by a local community. It was more on my doorstep rather than two hours up, up the motorway. So I, I got involved then. And it wasn't until I finished in Malvern I was, you know, and, and started to work back in Exeter five and a half years ago now that I was able to sort of get more actively involved and see what it had become, which is you know, what the cluster is now, really. So talking briefly about that kind of mentioned Malvern, what's the geographic area that we cover in the Southwest Cybersecurity Cluster? So our, so our, our region is, is very specifically Devon, Cornwall, uh, Dorset and, uh, uh, and Somerset. Um, to the north, we've got um, Bath and Bristol. They're running as separate clusters. And beyond that, we've got Sinam. Um, uh, and then we've got Swindon and Wiltshire doing their thing. And then we've got the South Wales cluster, which has been very successful. Um, you know, sort of uh, you're bordering across the sea. So uh, 
uh, uh, you know, we, we, we've chosen just to, you know, to stick to that geography and be very clear, you know, that that's our coverage. And certainly, um, you know, the national cluster organisation, UKC3, that's been established is, you know, is, is very keen to make sure that there's, you know, not duplication, that there is, um, you know, concerted and complementary and coherent effort for the clusters to, you know, operate in that, in that regional base. Mm-hmm. So we sort of, uh, centre of gravity really w- was in Exeter, you know, um, that we've reached across to Cornwall. Um, we've invited you know, Dorset to become more involved. Somerset was really, really quite established with some of the original cluster members anyway. So, you know, we've got now good you know, reach and, 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 and growing coverage across uh, across the whole of the of the southwest, our southwest region, not quite the greater southwest. Hmm. So I, I'm interested, what's the kind of work that you're engaged with at the moment? And what sort of stuff do you see yourself covering in the next three or four years? Well, it was interesting actually being on a bit of a journey um, with with this because you know at the time you know when the cluster was established and certainly probably up to three three years ago there, there was a big emphasis on you know putting the, the, the signposting the resources available for for particularly small businesses to you know understand the implications impact risks associated with um, with, with with being properly protected uh, from a cybersecurity point of view. Um, and there was a lot of effort going into that. You know, the, the cluster saw its role as being that as sort of a bit of a focal point, and being there, you know, with the you know the free resources available to you know if anybody had an issue that they could reach through and get the sign posted off, or you know um, attract the um, the support of, of of cluster members that were able to help. But of course, that agenda you know had been growing for the last ten years. There was lots of you know central government organisations, the establishment of NCSC. You know, we're starting to push out content that was looking to engage that small business community. So you know, three or four years ago, we, we decided to, to reframe that. And whilst we're still very keen to be to have that as one leg to our stool, what we what we spotted was the fact that the national agenda is, is about that. But it's also about skills and it's also about innovation. So our work um, really in the last couple of years, as best as we as we've done you know, throughout lockdown, has been to, you know, to frame you know, frame those three areas very, very particularly, start to establish ourselves as a bit more of an operating base and, and resource and capacity to, you know, to, to pick off each of those three streams uh, and to start to understand, you know, what, what better looks like for the cluster, um, the impact and benefit being for the, for that, you know, the regional community we serve. And, you know, and I think really it, it is a regional community. So I think from a Business protection perspective, you know, the establishment of, of, the, of the CRC, um, you, you, you guys, I think is, you know, is, is better resourced to pick off that business protection, hence our, you know, our desire to work you know, closely and collaboratively with you. I think a lot of our work uh, in the shorter term looks around the development of skills, there's big skills agenda sitting at a national level. Um, uh, so I think, you know, there's, there's a programme of activity that we look to develop um, along that line. And there's a, uh, there's a paucity of innovation, um, explicit innovation that's happening in our region. You know, you look at innovation generally across the UK, which is part of the day job, and particularly in cybersecurity, there's an awful lot going on, but not much in our region. So, you know, I think a bit of the mission is to find out perhaps why and, and encourage uh you know those innovators to come forward and, and see what you know, support and, and services we can we can signpost, facilitate, develop. You know in our region for that. So so that there's a sort of hybrid activity um, 
uh, for, for, the, for the cluster, which I think feels like we're, you know, we're really tangibly on, certainly in the last 12 months, on that journey now. Um, so, uh, it, you know, it's probably um, a lot more of, of what's new um, in, in terms of what we're getting up to. So I was going to ask you a question about the um, what you see as the biggest challenges in, in the world of cybersecurity, picking up on what, what we were just discussing then. Is, is it for the southwest area simply one of capacity and having the people that we need to try and meet what's obviously an increasing threat, or, or is it more specific and less generalised for that the area that you want to focus on? Well, I think I think there's two things. I mean, you know, it, you know, it's something I've been tracking for an awfully long time, probably the last ten years or more. Probably at the point when the when when Cameron's government put out the the, the first. Uh, national security strategy you know where they became very explicitly clear on this and and, mm. and and the drive to get smes engaged and i think you know that is that that is you know a challenge you're 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 taking on uh, um gratefully uh, and one that you know at a national level and a regional level and a local level you know needs to happen so i think that's you know in in that in that specific area it still remains a challenge to to, to enable encourage coerce cohere smaller businesses into the into the community and, and start to be better and better protected um you know and that's against that you know ever increasing exponential risk you know many moons ago you know somebody um i was attending a security policing event and somebody got up and stood stood there and said you know, be aware this is becoming industrialized it's industrialized crime because it's so accessible for the bad guys so uh, you know I, i've sort of held that in mind and, and that situation as we see and understand is, is not getting any better it, you know it, it gets worse uh, worse and worse so i think you know it, it, that is a, a very particular challenge getting that engagement i think is really critically important um as far as uh, capacity in the region you know i think that that you know if not global then certainly national there's a there's a really quite well established shortfall in skills and resources across you know the technology information technology domains and cyber you know it, it, you know it isn't is really no different uh, and rather than uh, encouraging skills you know in the region that then get ferried up the m4 you know to, to you know to support the critical mass of business you know and the attractive salaries. I think the challenge is to a bring the skills forward in the region, but keep them in the region. Uh, you know, and create the demand for them across the business community or, or the academic community. For, you know, for keeping people here, you know, keeping good, well-skilled people against the some of the uh, you know the local industrial strategy initiatives around STEM. You know, it's a, it's a great example where we can do a lot more to uh, uh, to inspire. Uh, and to, to to develop and build, um, that's the sort of strap line for the for the new um, some of the newer cyber first NCSC initiatives um, that the clusters becoming involved in. And I think that's genuinely it. Inspire you know young people with have that have that bent to to go into the domain, uh, enable them and the institutions they're sitting in you know from an education point of view to you know to to encourage that development and then you know engage with industry as, as the conduit and output so you know you're trained in the region you like living in the region uh, go back and experience the world elsewhere but come back to the southwest and live and work and make it a better protected area and, and i think that's that, that's the mission and, and the interesting bit uh, as, I, as i alluded to before you know along that innovation domain is what can we do to encourage the bright brains in the good universities we have here that have you know presence and, and resources um associated with you know cybersecurity you know to keep those you know to keep those good brains whirring and, and not only 
focus on the technology elements because one of the problems is it's seen as a technology problem. I think, you know, to think about the, you know, the other elements of cybersecurity that, you know, around people process uh, that, you know, consume 80% of the problem not the technology, which is the, the relatively small piece. So, um, you know, to look at the, the wider disciplines about risk and audit and compliance and, and training and education, um, all of those softer disciplines that will attract people just into a domain, as I've experienced in the last 25 years, that's really interesting, really, really interesting and rewarding. I'm interested in your um, your comment around, you know, people moving up, up the motorway corridor and, and certainly... You know, as we've landed in the, the wider southwest region, we've seen some really active and really visible groupings elsewhere in the southwest geography where they say, you know, this this kind of stuff is a priority for us. We're growing here. Um, but but I've also been personally surprised to uncover some of the, the sort of bright spots that exist in, in hidden parts of, you know, deepest Cornwall even and elsewhere. There's actually quite a lot of innovation going. I'm, I'm yes. interested, and forgive me putting you on the spot, if, if you were doing that sort of, you know, 30 second sales pitch to people around what's great in the southwest region here. What what kind of areas and initiatives would you be citing at the moment? Um, outside of the obvious, it's just a great place to live. That's why a lot of us are here. You know, I'm not, I wasn't born and bred here and I chose to live here because it's a great place to live. Um, uh, however, you know, those interesting bits, when I look at, you know, the things that will sort of create and inspire interest from which a, a cybersecurity dimension exists everywhere. It cuts across everything. That's a, one of the most um, intriguing yet suffocating you know, things we look at, <laughs> frustration that sits around that. But when you look at the region, and we, uh, I've done a piece of work for the part of the Southwest Let looking at uh, defence capability. You know, it's an awfully well-established region for for, for defence, and, and cybersecurity is explicit within defence. Um, you know, so you know, and some really interesting you know technology challenges that defence pick up from an innovation point of view that the sort of security fits behind and cuts across is is really interesting. During that exercise, I was amazed. You know, at some of the work that. Plymouth University were doing in in maritime cyber so uh, quite a, a very specific focus but um, a, a big global problem that is is moving inextricably towards needing solving you know and, and, and like everything it just takes a lot of time but some great work in the cybership in Plymouth uh, so if there's an interest in in maritime and an interest in cyber that comes together in what will I think be almost a global a global capability um, I was amazed at the, at the the photonics expertise around Torbay, you know, yeah. and, and the very explicit, you know, information communications work that I, I see in the day job that, you know, defence and government are taking on, linking, you know, that, that sense of technology, electronics piece with uh, the need to assure the data that's originating from those sensors and being used elsewhere. So fasc fascinating. Uh, thing there and of course you know when I talk to some of my larger clients uh, in again in the day job you know um, some of the biggest defense contractors uh, for instance are looking at um, space you know absolutely it's gathering massive momentum um, so Cornwall being very particularly well placed uh, you know with Gune Hilly um, the presence of GCHQ down in, in Cornwall uh, and, the, uh, and the and the spaceport aspirations around Newquay Newquay Airport, again, re really interesting, large scale, um, uh, large scale, and um, you know, technology technologically advanced things that people with you know that that, that area of interest can 
can actually become involved with. The other bit, the bit was interesting, and I know the CRC some great work in, in picking off something that we as the cluster you know, didn't really get going, um, which was in the agricultural sector, which of course our region is famed for. Uh, well, one of one of my other clients actually, rather intriguingly, is looking at um, you know, uh, uh, you know, a next generation cloud platform for um, application development, with the second largest consumer of, of, of event driven data in the world is John Deere. <laughs> Who'd have thought? You know, I was expecting him to say, "Is it NASA? Is it a finance sector, insurance sector? You know, big volumes of data. You know, the, the amount of sensors they're putting on ag agricultural vehicles, and their and their, you know, uh, I don't know if it's such a word, telemetrizing, a little bit like Rolls Royce did with their engines. You know, pay by pay by the hour. Mm. Um, you know, they, they, you know, the same is happening across the agricultural sector because technology is is able to you know, to deliver huge uh, benefits and advantages in time in the time critical environment that agriculture is. But of course, the attack surface gets wider and wider and bigger and bigger when you're starting to connect stuff to the internet. Um, so you know, cyber security fits very neatly in there. So I'm not sure that's a, a small niche pocket because it covers most of the region. <laughs> but um, I thought that was really interesting to see where these you know where the problem spaces start to emerge that will demand the talent in the region and the sorts of um, um, engagement with the cybersecurity sector from the farms and um, the opportunity for you know for innovators to step forward with with very particular um, internet of things related um, uh, cyber capabilities so yeah yeah, I, don't, we I think found that it, might have answered the question, I'm not sure. No, I think it has really helpfully, and I'm certainly going to quote that one about John Deere in the future. I'll take that. Indeed, and yes. It. But yeah, we, we found some real interest, actually, from the wider public when we put together those kind of headers of cybersecurity and actually what we just do, and they start to switch on to the fact that cybersecurity is an intrinsic part of Absolutely most right, of our yeah. current in industries to some extent or other. But as you, as you rightly say, we've got some real actually some niche pockets of world expertise in, in places Absolutely to, to, to right, a yeah. great example which are quite well hidden and um, so yes. the final question for me it's a really interesting discussion but but i guess the typical end one um, almost feels like the call to action piece robin i'm interested in you know what it is that the cluster might need from local businesses and partners and actually how they can interface with you too yeah sure but for me i think the answer is simple all we're looking for is engagement you know, we, we, we have an open door policy, you know, anybody can come along and join, you know, the cluster meetings that we held, that we hold um, on uh, the second Friday of every month. You know, it's even easier now. We kind of appreciate it's a big old region, you know, if you're if in the north of Somerset, you know, picking up a meeting in the south of Cornwall, well, that's a, <laughs> that's a good old day trip, isn't it? So, uh, you know, moving online during COVID has been a blessing for us, uh, you know, whilst we had a, a good fairly insular group driving the cluster to start with we've been able to open the doors far more widely and people just drop online for an hour and I think you know my, my call to action would be you know to just come and join us you know just either learn listen learn you know the presentations we run you know are just general short burst presentations picking off skills innovation you know protection any any issue related to uh, uh, related to cybersecurity, legal, uh, wh whatever it is, it, it, you know, it makes no difference to us, and and the you know, the audience can start to get interested. M more importantly, you know, the engagement drives the agenda. So if people say, well, wouldn't it be great if we could have a, you know, somebody talk about this, that, or the other? Brilliant. Um, 
I think the call to action for our skills piece very particularly is to is to build on the work we're doing with South Devon College, um, looking at you know, bringing industry together with uh, academia to, to give kids a, a far more practical, you know, beyond education uh, perspective on what it's like doing this stuff for real. So it's practitioners talking to them about technical or non-technical elements. And I think um, we've got a, you know, the, the skills coordination piece that's now funded through the UK C3 DCMS pot of money is really helpful because we can then start to coordinate. But that requires people to you know, to come and join and engage, you know, from the colleges. Um, so so that's starting to starting to happen. Uh, and the call to action for anybody with a good idea that says, oh, that sounds like an interesting <laughs> new addition to the cybersecurity armory. Well, just come along and chat to us about it, you know, because there, there is, you know, a real sense of, of giving and, 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 and welcoming um, to, you know, to talk to folk who've got the ideas and, and, and maybe more inspired to, to get on and, you know, seek out some funding to go, you know, to make something of it. So across the three dimensions, I think, you know, the, the, the pervasive call to action is engage with us. Um, yeah, we're, we're currently redeveloping the website, um, which has been a bit of a hindrance to us because if you wanted to join the cluster, it was a collection of me or Jeff or somebody, uh, you know, getting the right link uh, in place. Once you're on the list, once you've subscribed to the, 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 mem the membership newsletter, then you'll get, you know, you get bombarded with uh, requests to join us. But um, we just put a new web link on. So um, on our website, southwestcsc.org, um, then uh, yeah, just subscribe, come along, uh, and start to uh, st start to become engaged. Would be my, my call to action to everybody with it, with an interest or or a passing curiosity. And, and for what little it's worth, you know, um, as a newcomer to the to the landscape, uh, we we found it to be a really welcoming and a really positive group for us. So um, oh, that's look, brilliant. Thank it, you. Good it, it, it's, it's a really good, um, really good group of individuals. Robin, I'm I'm going to wrap things up there. So thank you so much for your time today. It's really appreciated. My pleasure. Um, some really interesting stuff there and um and no doubt we'll catch up with you again in the near future and um and explore what the next couple of years has brought i would look forward to that thanks mark all the best cheers <laughs>